Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Hey guys, today I'm here with my BFF, Casey McCoy. She is a third time podcast guest. I think she holds the record for most podcast guesting as of this recording. This will be the third one. She is the boss bitch over at Create Captivate Digital Marketing. I mean that in the best way possible. Like, No, I, I like it. Okay, because you were like crushing it in the like in your like zone of genius. Like I love this. It's so exciting to see you do it. Um, so now she has an employee and she's like doing all sorts of kind of amazing things. And you can listen to her other episodes if you want to learn more about her. One was one about her journey, and one was about working with me as a coach. So you learn lots about Casey in those episodes. I will link them up in the show notes. But today. We're talking about choosing to be child-free because we we had a previous guest on about choosing to be child-free and Casey listened. She's like, that's not my story. That's not the same. She's like, that might be her story, but it's not my story. So, and I was like, come on and share your story, Casey. You tell us what's going on with you. <laughs> so take, tell us back. Did you always know that you did not want any chitlins? No, I actually didn't. So I grew up in a very rural area um, where not having kids is just not a thing <laughs> that most people do. Um, and so growing up in that small town in that rural area in a very conservative area of the country, um, I just, I mean, I just always assumed, oh yeah, you just, you grow up, you go to school, you get married, you have kids, this is life, that's what you do. Um, so, I mean, I, I thought I wanted kids. I thought I wanted a big family. I was an only child and I used to beg my parents when I was little, please give me a baby brother or sister, please, pretty, please, pretty, pretty, please. Um, <laughs> I would always ask my mom and she would always be like, go talk to your dad. And I'd be like, no, he's terrifying and I'm not going to do that. Um, so, which is a whole nother story. Right. That's a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> um, but I, um, yeah, I, I used to think I wanted kids actually. Um, I was probably about 19 years old before I started to figure out like, this doesn't really make sense. I, I had names picked out. I was like, I was a timeline girl. Like I was, I was like, you know, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to get married. I'm going to be engaged by this age. I'm going to be married by this and my first kid. And I'm going to name her that picked out um, when I was, you know, a preteen, pre teenager. So yes, it wasn't until much later that I was like, you know what, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I do not want to have children. So tell us about that deciding moment in time when you're like, mm, maybe not. It was, you know, I, I was like probably about a sophomore in college and I actually, it's a combination of factors, right? It's not just one thing that happened or one experience mm -hmm. that kind of opened my eyes to, you know, this doesn't really make sense for my life in particular. It was, um, you know, just growing up and kind of, I went away, I moved to only two and a half hours away from home for college, but I went away from home and I got to experience new things and new people and see, 
different ways of life. Um, and I eventually learned that, you know, there's not one good way of living a happy, productive, fulfilling adult life. Um, there are a plethora of options out there of how you can go about doing that. So I got to be around a lot of different types of people um, and kind of open my, open my mind a little bit. I also started to, I tutored at an elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I genuinely enjoyed, I enjoyed that. I did. Um, I worked with sec, second graders and fifth graders. Um, but I started to kind of pick up on little things about myself that I was like, you know what? I don't really, really enjoy being around kids, which everyone in my family is all teachers. Um, a lot of elementary ed teachers. So <laughs> they all just gravitate towards children. And then there's me where I'm like, you know what? Kids are cool. I'm fine around them. I can get on the floor and play with some Milo ponies and be perfectly okay with that. I started to kind of think, well, maybe I'll just push it a little bit. Maybe I don't have to necessarily have to have this crazy timeline that I always thought I would have. But maybe I'll just, you know, maybe I'll change my mind and I'll, I'll kind of move into that direction of, at some point eventually. But I, I had a lot of personal issues. I was very non-committal in relationships, very super anti-commitment. Um, I had, and there's, you know, a good 19 years worth of stories in why I was the way I was, and that's not why I'm here to talk today, but these kinds of things just started to shape my mind a little bit. Um, and some of my friends, my best friends in college, some of them um, had said, you know, and, you know, I don't, I don't want kids. And I was like, wait, what, you know, like not everyone's going to have kids someday. Um, and funny thing, funny thing is there's only two of us out of our big friend group that don't have kids today. So, um, all of the rest of them that said that they weren't going to decided that that did make sense for them and that they did, they did want that in their lives. Um, so it's just kind of, hilarious to me because at the time I was like yeah of course you know who doesn't want kids and then eventually I'm like no I'm good thanks I'll pass on the kids aspect of things (laughs) it wasn't it's not just that you don't want to have kids though it also would be kind of a uh, horrendous experience for you I mean you want to tell us a little bit about that um health-wise yes health-wise Health-wise, yeah, it definitely would not be a pleasant experience for me to, to, I don't think, to carry a kid. I know some people who have done it, but I had severe scoliosis as a kid, so my spine is fused almost the entire way down my back with two metal rods, two stainless rods, and a whole bunch of little hooks. Um, so I had a very intrusive surgery right after my 16th birthday, and um I, you know, I deal with some back pain and some issues from that. So it just, it wouldn't be comfortable. I know pregnancy is probably not comfortable for a lot of people, but I would just have that added issue on top of it. And then actually in my, I was probably in my late 20s um, when I found out that I actually have another physical condition that I was born with. That would make it extremely difficult to have children if I wanted to, um, and it would be it would be a huge physical um, 
painful experience to endure, um, even if I could, which it would be very difficult to get pregnant in the first place. Um, but I always, I always too thought, well, maybe I'll adopt someday too, because um, I, some of the best people in the whole world I know are adopted. So just on a side note, even when I thought I wanted my own kids, I also was always really um, excited kind of about the idea of adoption too, because because of the, some of the most beautiful, lovely human beings in my that I've known my whole entire life ha, were adopted. And I just think there's something so incredible and generous about taking in kids that don't have um, a loving, providing home for them. So I always thought that that might be an option, even, even though later in my later twenties, when I, when I found out that I had this other physical condition that would make it difficult, um, I had already firmly made up my mind by that point that, that kids just weren't in my future period, that man, I'm going to be a bad ass auntie and yes. rock that life for sure. And I can come love on my friends, kids and hang out with them and play all day and then go on my merry way. You know, I'm not, I feel like a lot of people who are child free by choice, um, kind of give some of us a bad rap for being <laughs> for being anti-kid altogether. I have now I still please don't hand me a baby because babies really freak me out. Same. Um, I have more kids. Just I like I like I but I was an only child, right? And I was never around I mean I was around other kids, but um I I tend to always gravitate towards the adults and the older kids. So for me it's just familiarity like I'd never held a baby until I was like 16 and I didn't hold another one until I was 25 or 26 so babies just kind of freak me out just because they're so little and fragile and perfect and I just don't want to ruin them or break them for me it's like they poop and they puke and they and like cry all, and all the gross things so I have a really horrible averse reaction to anything that even slightly smells <laughs> I have a terrible gag reflex um and so you know smells bodily functions all of that I know it's very surface level and a lot of people say you know well I'm that way too but when it's your own and I'm like no it wouldn't matter you you don't see me even with my cat trying to scoop the litter box and I've got a bandana all over my face tucked into my shirt and gloves up to my elbows and that's scooping it on a daily basis. Right. Right. So, I mean, even that part of it just doesn't fit me. <laughs> at all. Um, so, so those are some of, some of the, the kind of various reasons, but really it's just, I knew I started to uncover um, in my late teens, early twenties, some, some just life stuff and things that I wanted to focus on and pour my energy into. Um, I had a lot of issues, like emotional issues, and I just wanted to get that straight because um, I just, I, if I was going to become a parent someday, I just didn't want to subject a kid to <laughs> all the all the things that were going on in my life. Like, and I know you can never be fully prepared and you can, 
you know, nobody wants to, right? Nobody wants to have their children, like, see them go through, um, like, very emotional, raw feelings and and disruptions in their life. But um, I chose to kind of get my head straight, get my stuff together, um, and then eventually focus on a relationship, which is now my marriage. Um, And I just... I love, I love the little marriage unit I have with my husband. He is the cutest, sweetest, funniest, nicest, best man on the whole planet. He is pretty and awesome. Thank you. I, I just, I adore him. And he's also a hundred percent on the same page as no kids. Um, so that works really well. <laughs> Did you guys have that conversation before you got married? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we grew up together. We've known each other um, since we were like 11. Um, and he played a pretty big role in his little brother's life. So, you know, he was like, been there, done that. (laughs) He kind of felt like he, he really took care of his brother a lot when he was growing up. Um, and he was like, I don't want that responsibility. And, and I don't either. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like one of the things that people tend to say in a negative connotation, about people who choose to be child-free is that we're selfish. And honestly, if you want to call me selfish, go for it. I am. And I know that about myself. So I know the 24 hours, like the constant need and attention and care and love, the amount of love I would want to pour into a child would exhaust me. And it would drain it would affect so many other aspects of my life that I just, I have to protect that for myself. Um, I know, I know my limits. I know how much I can handle. And I mean, I get salty when the cat is meowing at me after I've already given her dinner and water. Girl, I spent the last week yelling at my kids since my (laughs) husband left because I'm like, legit, y'all are driving me insane. I need some me time. Leave me alone. Right. Yeah. That, that me time. I mean, I, I'm very much a social butterfly. I'm super extroverted, Mm -hmm. but when I want my alone time, I want my alone time Mm -hmm. and, um, I have to sink deep into it sometimes and I can't be that free spirit. Um, because my mom was an amazing mother. She's still an amazing mother. She was just here last week and we had so much fun hanging out. Um, just, hanging out and doing a whole lot of nothing because I was kind of feeling under the weather. So we, we sat at my house every night and you know, how much love, attention, care, kindness, every, everything she poured into me, I would want to do that for my kids and more. Um, but I just don't feel like I have that capacity to do that without harboring eventually harboring resentment Mm -hmm. and some negative feelings yeah Um, and I had another parent that I felt like my whole life resented my whole existence yeah so I just I don't want to repeat that process right I mean that is care and I I do sometimes resent my kids I'm like why are you here and I'm like you know, no, like, I'm like, like legit, if they hadn't, like, three out of four been surprises, <laughs> they probably wouldn't be in existence, because, like, 
Let's be honest. I am like, we are like, we're like soul sisters. You know, anybody who's <laughs> right. mad to like you and Casey are so much alike. I'm like, I know we are. So but I'm like this, I felt the same way. Like, you know, if Carmela hadn't been born so early and even after her, it was just going to be her and I. And then of course Lillian, surprise, surprise, her dad can have kids. So she came along. Goodness. <laughs> At that point in time, I'm like, might as well have more because I already have two. Uh, so... I am the same way. I do sometimes resent my kids. And sometimes I'm like, why can't I just be a free bird and go do what I want and get things done? Like I could be way more productive in society if they didn't exist. <laughs> I love them. Now, don't get me wrong. Anybody listens like Megan hates her kids because I do bitch about them a lot. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love their little faces, but I would never mm-hmm. tell anybody. And you and I have had this discussion. I would never tell anybody who doesn't want to have kids no, you should. It's the most fulfilling thing in the world. I'm like, no, I'll live vicariously through you, please. <laughs> I've legitimately been told things, some pretty awful things before. Tell us about it. Oh my gosh. Lay it so, out for us. Tell us about um, the evil humans in the world who say mean things. <laughs> I don't really want to give them a whole lot of publicity and stir <laughs> up all any more evil in the world, but I've been, I mean, I think really, I don't think Well, it's tell us what they say and why they're wrong. I don't think they're necessarily being malicious. Mm-hmm. I think people just tend to live in their bubbles of their mm-hmm. own existence and not and not uh, understand anything that's slightly different from their own worlds. So, um, you know, and I, I was always taught growing up, you know, it takes all kinds to make the world go round. True. So I never once questioned, like, that people couldn't, make different decisions that we all had to live this very um, carbon copy lifestyle of each other. So for me, it's just mind boggling that anyone ever got that thought in their head, but Mm -hmm. I've been told things like, well, then what's the point of your life? Your life is meaningless. If you don't have kids, if you don't have a legacy to carry on, um, and I, man, I'm building a legacy in an entirely different way. So right? go so away with that nonsense. There. <laughs> that bubble popped. Yeah, I just, you know, people have said things like that. Um, good friends of mine um, growing up were also told um, by someone that was a teacher of ours in elementary school, looked at one of my best friends at one point and said, you know, you're not going to look like that forever. She wasn't married. She was about 30 years old. She wasn't married. She was, you know, didn't have kids at the time. None of that. And she's our elementary school teacher looked at her and said, you know, you're not going to look like that forever. Um, And the thing is, is that teacher is a great person. She really is. But once again, I default back to her existence, her perspective, what she's seen and done. So I can always, I can always kind of forgive Right. anything like that that's ever said that that comment that was said to me about well then what's the point of your life it really means nothing um that was a little hurtful and, right. and at the time I wasn't nearly as strong in my in my whole confidence about what I was doing with my life in general right. I was kind of at a rocky place so that didn't feel good <laughs> um but yeah, people, people say silly things, but I feel like, you know, that kind of ignorance just comes from a place of fear. Um, and I just try and go back and understand that person's fear and their point of view. And then it doesn't hurt as bad. 
Um, and I kind of feel, because it doesn't hurt as bad when I kind of pity that person, you right. know, for not. I'm like, ooh, who hurt you? Right. Who made <laughs> you, you know? this way? Or why were yeah. you programmed this way? Like your childhood right. must have sucked. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been hurt pretty badly in my life, you know, but I guess people just process things differently and, and that's fine too, you know, but just try not to push your carbon copy agenda on anyone else because it does take a, you know, a whole crazy breadbasket of people to make the world go round. Yeah. Or like those people who believe that the world's going to come to an end. And I put this in quotation marks. Nobody can see because people are going <laughs> to stop having children because the birth rate is going down. And I'm like, all right, I'm pretty sure we could do without a couple million people on this planet. How right. much are you it in, buddy? Yeah, there is that part of it too for me where it just kind of, it's not one of the major deciding factors, but it's also kind of a consideration definitely of just the impact on the world. Um, you know, our, our resources are exhausted. Um, you know, planet is being destroyed. Why do I want to continue that if I don't have... I mean, not that I'm the most hippy-dippy green person. I recycle. You know? I make up for my many kids by being a hippy-dippy green person. <laughs> I try not to, you know, like I try not to, <laughs> I try not to have a huge carbon footprint, but I think that that's a piece of it too, is the world is already so overpopulated, which leads right. me to that whole, there are already so many kids out there who need a good loving place to live and somewhere that can provide for them. Um, so it just like keeps coming back to that space of, for me, I'm making the right choice. It makes sense for my heart, for my brain, the way I operate. Um, so I just, I, I've gotten over the years really, really comfortable with that. But another place where I have run into hiccups and some back, not necessarily backlash or negativity, but um, I don't even know what to call it, but my doctors, you know, yeah. that I'm like pressure are arguing with my doctors of like, cause I've been like, man, can we, can we do something about this? Can we take care of, you know, my reproductive system? It's, it, it doesn't serve a purpose for me. It's not going to, I've known that, you know, since about 21 is where I really right. started to get firm in this idea. Um, I'm 35, <laughs> you know, like, I, I, when I say no babies for me, I legitimately mean no babies for me. Right. So please stop arguing with me, doctors, that, oh, you'll change your mind someday just because I look like I'm 25. I think that's a piece of it. You know, even though they've well, got now my Now you're in the geriatric life. age for pregnancy. So now oh my gosh. Are you a geriatric <laughs> person if you got pregnant right now. Yeah. Like after right. 35, it's yeah. geriatric pregnancy. Not that people don't get pregnant after 35. That's. But what I'm saying is like, uh, if you're saying, yeah, no, I don't want kids, it's high risk anyways at this point in time. hear me out, you know, listen to me and, and help me. Like, why, why do I have to keep arguing with this about, you know, arguing about this with you? It's so crazy to me that that's, I get so much pushback from doctors. Like, why can't why? you just get your How does that make side and be done with it? Like at this point in time. What are the rules and around thinking, that? You know, hey, hey, I, I've got, I've got Tricare, right? I'm trying to save the Navy some money by not having babies. So right. why aren't you helping me out? 
<laughs> Each one of my twins cost over a hundred thousand dollars. So yeah, to those wow. perspective, yeah, because they were in the mm. NICU for two weeks. I mean, they were premature. So and I had a C-section. So yeah. add it all up. Each of them were like a hundred thousand dollars. Right. It's crazy expensive too. Yeah, kids are so expensive. Having them is expensive. Raising them is expensive. Um, and that's where I get really selfish too. And and um, you know, I just I'll buy my niece some really cool birthday presents and Christmas presents. But man, how do you how do you afford to feed four kids? I don't I don't understand it. I can't wrap my brain around it. <laughs> it's really expensive and I don't go out to eat very much. <laughs> yeah. See, and I like to, I eat out a lot. So that's where, that's where I would have to rein it in quite a bit, I think. But I don't, I don't want to make assumptions about people, but there have been some people recently that I have encountered that I've thought, wow, you really, maybe you're just having a bad day. I hope you're just having a bad day and you just needed a break. But I have encountered a couple of people. There was one weekend, a couple, like a month and a half, two months ago, where I had complete strangers completely leave their kids with me. I did not know their names. I didn't know anything about them. And they just, we were at big public events. And they were just left in my care. I'm a total stranger. And that to me is alarming. And, and I just, it's not that I don't trust myself, but it's, I can empathize with that person who's so exhausted with parenting and just life in general that they just like walk away and need to catch a breather. But please just give someone a heads up because that was really scary. Um, I had a crying three-year-old that I'm holding um, because she had hurt herself. And dad that I just met, like maybe half an hour before that, is gone in a sea of people. No clue. Didn't say a word. Just left. And then I'm sitting there not... I mean, I, I would pick up your babies, Megan. Well, you like, know my babies. My I will pick up you. your kids and hold. I will hold them and I will comfort them and I will make sure that their boo-boos are all kissed and that they're fine if they hurt themselves. But man, it, it drained me. Just two times in one weekend when that happened in two different events and places, two days in a row, consecutive days, I, I was exhausted by the end of that weekend from those two experiences. And I was like, man, and I have so much respect for parents because I'm like, how do you do this all the time? I'm like, it's just, it's so painful to see them upset and hurt. And I just, I would just be a blubbering crying mess with them. You know, like I just, I'm too soft hearted, I think for parenting. I think it takes a very strong solid person to to be a good parent and I'm, I'm too much of a softy I'm, I'm too much of a crier myself you have to be a little bit of an asshole to be a parent let's just be honest 
<laughs> well, <laughs> if you say so. I mean, I don't know. I, it, for me, it's just there are so many, so many reasons not to for me. Um, what kind of discrimination do you experience from people about not having children, like in society? Oh, you know, I've gotten really good at tuning it out in the past few years, but um, it's not necessarily discrimination, I feel, but maybe just like kind of an outsider or an outcast. So, um, you know, when I first got married and we, I jumped into the military world um, and I started participating in different organizations and I'm the only person in a room of 17 people who don't doesn't have kids and the conversations are all about kids and diapers and breastfeeding and and I'm sitting there like I have genuinely nothing to contribute to this conversation I have no input to give I why am I here um and so sometimes you just start to feel a little bit lost in the crowd and a little bit outcast which makes you maybe second guess the decisions that you're making, um, which can be, can be a pretty uncomfortable experience. But um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I, I probably have, I just kind of block it out, quite honestly, have had experiences where I've maybe been kind of discriminated or whatever against, I don't know. I just, I have a tendency to just kind of, I might get upset about it at the moment, but tomorrow I won't remember. Maybe it's a good thing my memory is not terrible. Maybe it's very beneficial to me, my well-being. It could be. <laughs> I can't hold grudges because I can't remember to hold a, who to hold a grudge against. <laughs> well, I know some people who have chose to be child-free find discrimination, you know, when they, with events and stuff like that, where it seems like they're all family oriented events and why are people bringing their kids? And this is my thought and I have children, right. why are people bringing their kids to adult events. Like why are we at beer fest and there's children running around? Like what is going on here? Why can't there ever be just adults only events? Why is that? Now that's me saying it. Maybe. I don't know if you feel the same way. No. No, I understand that. I mean, there are, there have been some times where I'm like, okay, cool. You wanted, I'm at a brewery. You wanted to go out and have a good time. Right on. I understand. If I was a parent, man, I'd want to kick back with a beer every once in a while too. But, um, you know, your kids are running amok and, and I mean, it's 830 at night and I'm just thinking, I don't know. I shouldn't, I shouldn't judge but like a little bit of me gets a little bit judgy because I'm like, my mom would have never have had me out that late. She would have never have let me be over there pulling up the flowers and that landscaping at this business. She never, you know, all these things. So I think this would never fly in our society today, but in my kind of little ut utopian society in my head, there would be like social family hours out at places like breweries and wineries and stuff like that and then there would be adults only hours where they cut it off and like no kids allowed at all um because i i also want to go hang out with my mom friends most of almost all of my friends are moms um so i want to go out and hang out with my mom friends but i want your full attention 
like I, I'm going to be a little bit selfish and say, I love your kids, but I love you even more. And I just, I want to have a real conversation without 5,000 interruptions. Um, yes. So that's kind of, that's kind of where it wears me down a little bit personally is, you know, I feel like I, I lose my friends a little bit when they start to have kids. And maybe we re- reconnect later, and that's okay. I mean, they're raising tiny humans, which I think is incredible. Um, but selfishly, I get a little sad about it um, when my friends are constantly like toting their kids around, and you know, I, I don't feel like the the conversation is good, the focus on the, our friendship is as good, and I I feel like you know there start to be some some points where we start to grow apart a little bit and that's just really sad. So, um, I try and be understanding and I try and hang around as much as possible, but man, honestly, there are just times when I just don't want to be around children. Me Um, either. And I have four of them. (laughs) I love adult conversation. You know, um, I love kid time, but there are also definite times where I'm like, I just want to have a grown up conversation. I really just need to vent about whatever's going on or whatever went wrong or I just need to have some like deep philosophical conversation that you can't have when there's a tiny human asking questions every you know every 30 seconds um so I mean but it's still cool at the end of the day and 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 the real friends stick around and we make it work and um we make sure and prioritize what's important for both of us so I can't complain too much about that, but it does, it, it is kind of weird to me sometimes of, I, I don't know though. I was, my parents, there was this little bar in our hometown and I feel like I spent a good chunk of my childhood at the pinball and Pac-Man machines. So I was always out in a bar as a kid, but I was also like behaving myself and not interrupting their adult conversations because I knew better. <laughs> Yeah, but, same here. Same. Oh, I'm gonna get some backlash for that. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree, and I have four children. People need to see this. I have four children. I agree with everything you're saying. There should be a an hour of the time of day in adult areas of the whatever social life that there are no children. Sometimes I just want to fucking break, and I don't want to be around my kids. God. <laughs> just let me and then I go to the brewery thinking this is where or beer fest thinking this is where I'm gonna get my break and then there's other people's children around I'm like god I'm not gonna say it because it'll offend people but you know what I'm going and I'm like no like please can I just have some time without children around I don't want my children yeah. I want your children I want nobody's children where's this safe place for me I just went to this I just went to this festival a couple of weeks ago where it was no kids, no one below 21 was allowed. And oh, was hallelujah. Beer, food. It was great. You'll have to, oh, you'll be gone next year. Remember yeah, that? I leave. Uh-huh. And then I have to find no more safe spaces in Groton, Connecticut without <laughs> children. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's so many stereotypes of people who are anti-kid. And, and I used to, you know, 15 years ago, say really stupid things like, ew, it's so gross. Like, why do you have kids? You know, and I would just kind of be really um, 
off-putting about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still, I mean, I still just don't, I'm not, I don't find it appealing. I don't I find like pregnancy and childbirth and I don't feel find anything about that appealing at all. But I also am not going to sit here and say, Oh my gosh, that's so disgusting. Why would you do, why would you put yourself through that? Like, because you, you like to. to. Yeah. But I, you like kids. Yeah. And, but I, you in know, small I went, doses, I, I went through a phase where I wasn't sure if I did and I was super awkward around them. Um, <laughs> but, but it was because I had been around kids in so long. And then I got to an age where a lot of my friends started having kids. And so I started being around them more and more and more. And honestly, there was one friend that I worked with at my first job when we first moved to Hampton Roads. Um, and she had a baby and that was the first baby I'd held in 10 years. And I, but I worked right beside her and I talked to her every day and I talked to that baby. And when that baby was born, she was the cutest, most precious little thing. And I was like, she knows my voice. Like she reacted to me. Yes, they do. And I could not get enough quality time with that mama and baby. Like that was, that was the first time. And I was going through a really hard time. Um, So it was, I kind of put a lot on that friendship and on that, even on that baby of like, you know what, (laughs) I'm having a horrible day. I'm going to go sit and watch baby Sophie coo and giggle and it's going to make my life a lot better. Um, So I think that that was kind of the segue for me to open my heart back up to kids a little bit more um, because I had kind of just lumped it all. I had lumped like, you know, marriage, kids, like the whole works into this box um, because of, you know, my own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was doing what I think happens to people of you have negative experiences and, and that shapes the way your brain works and the way you operate and the way you respond to things. And you start to you can either like build a wall around it and push mm-hmm. it away or you can force yourself to work through that. And it just took me some time to work through all of that. So I think that's when I started to really open back up to the idea of like, kids are fun. They're a good time. Like my it's small old, doses. Right. But my old, my old neighbor in our apartment here a long time ago um, had the cutest little three-year-old girl and we watched My Little Ponies together every morning. Like I would go and sit on the couch and play, watch My Little Ponies while her mom would go take a shower, have some time to herself. And we had the best freaking time. And I love it. And I miss them so much. They moved. And I miss them so much. Like I just want people to understand that, you know, just because I choose not to doesn't mean that I'm a kid-hating person or I think that, the whole process is disgusting and repulsive. It's not for me, but I want as much as I want people to understand that I want people to understand that my life may not be appropriate for them either. So I just, I just wish people could just, you know, accept there are just, there are many ways to live a fulfilling adult life. And can't we just all do that and get along and respect each other's choices? 
It's my theory, as long as you're not hurting other people or other living beings or society yeah. as a whole, just lets you do your thing. You're not hurting anybody by saying, I don't want to have kids. That's awesome. And you are the best auntie in the world. My kids adore you. They're like, Miss Casey has cool coloring books and she likes to watch cartoons. I'm like, yeah, she does. <laughs> she's like a child in a human adult I, body. <laughs> I am. I really am. Oh my gosh. So I, um, I wore a jean jacket the other day and I, where was I? I don't remember what I was doing, but I stuck my hand in the jean jacket. And do you know what I pulled out in the, of the pocket? What? A pebble that, li <laughs> that Lillian had given to me at Jeremy's homecoming a couple of years ago. Oh my goodness. It's See? still, it's still in my pocket. I kept it. Because I, I will always keep that little friendship pebble from Lillian. Right? See, you're the best auntie. You don't have to have kids to actually, you know, influence other children's lives. Like, you just, you get to go home and leave the children where they are with their parents. And that's, the, <laughs> that just sounds like a glorious thing. I'm like, well, I leave my children with their parents, not me, my husband, and just go. <laughs> Yeah. That's not possible. I birthed these babies, but you know, it sounds glorious. I mean, all mamas deserve a break. Like I have so much respect for parents, um, parents who do it and do it well and, and persevere through all the trials and tribulations of it. And I just, I think it's an amazing thing for people to do. Um, but it's just not in my cards and I'm perfectly okay with that. And that is an awesome choice. I love it. Like, this is why I wanted to have you on because you are not a child hater. You like children. You just like to also have freedom. And freedom sounds glorious. And you don't hate parents. You actually are friends with parents. But you also like to go home and say, I'm going to have a Halloween party that's adults only. And me as the parent celebrates and goes, yes, <laughs> an adults only party. Yay. Because <laughs> I want that. I want, I want those safe spaces with no children. And I can just relax and enjoy myself. And I'm yeah. very grateful I have a teenage daughter who can watch the little tiny humans for me so I can go and have adult time because if I did not have that like I didn't have when I was a stay-at-home mom many moons ago before she was old enough to babysit I was losing my freaking mind mm -hmm. yeah yeah no I especially especially military mamas that are that aren't anywhere near family and how hard it is to find reliable child child care it's expensive um, like too. Tr trustworthy, yeah, trustworthy, reliable childcare that doesn't cost you a mortgage, you know, to do. So, um, I try and I try and throw some parties here and there that are adults only, and just make that very clear in the invitation so and that people it. know ahead of time. I've also had plenty. Of, I mean, what was it? My it was a couple years ago. My birthday, we went to um, one of the trampoline places, and I was like bring those kids let's jump all morning long you know so, but then at night you had an adult only but then <laughs> right right I was like kids are welcome until 4 p.m and then after that they need to find somewhere else to be um and I just try and be very clear and upfront about that with people um and it's probably rubbed some people the wrong way or upset them but it's um, one of the things I love about you <laughs> well thank you <laughs>
I like that. I don't ever have to worry about you saying, Hey, not that to bash my friends that have kids. I absolutely don't mind um, being around my friend's children. Like even one of my close friends had a baby recently and I held the baby and I was cooing at the baby, but that's cause that's my friend's baby, not some random baby, like some random baby. No, keep that random baby away from me. I don't want the, <laughs> but like, you know, I don't mind being around kids, but some, sometimes a lot of times, at least once a week or several times a month, I want to break from children. I don't want to be around them. I just need a break. So as we wrap up the podcast episode, is there anything that you would like to leave the Inspired Women audience with that we haven't talked about, or maybe just a little gentle reminder to all those people out there who are judgy about people not having children? Um, I guess I would just say that, uh, you know, just take a, take a step back, like whatever your default is, whatever, just remember that that's your life, your perspective and what you've been raised around. Um, and so just try not to impede that on anyone else. Impede's not the right word, but try not to push that on anyone else because there are so many meaningful, valuable, fulfilling ways to go about being an adult in this world. Um, and I think if we all just came at each other from a gentler, more understanding place rather than um, just being scared, I think the world would be a whole heck of a lot better for about a million different reasons. I couldn't agree more. You know, we're pretty much on the same page about this whole, how about we just let everybody live their lives as long as it's not hurting anybody or anything, including the environment. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast today and sharing with us the perspective of somebody who to, oh, go ahead. Oh, so I, so I remember now. So, um, just to be super clear, it's my choice to be kid free is not a judgment on myself. It's not, uh, I'm scared of what I would become or what I would be or how you know, bad or awful of a mom I might potentially become. My choice um, goes back to, um, so my, my choice doesn't go back to those fears. Um, I am 100% confident that if an oops happened, I would be a killer mom. Yeah, you would. I would be so good at momming that moms everywhere would be like, how are you such an amazing mother? And I'd be like, I don't know. I just am. But (laughs) (laughs) so it doesn't, it doesn't go back to that place of fear and not trusting myself. And I think that's also, um, you know, people's reservations about it come from Mm -hmm. is, is thinking, well, you know, you're just scared because, you know, you had this bad experience or you, you know, just don't want to repeat some other process you've been put through or you just, And that's not the case at all. It's just looking at my life, looking at the future I want, looking at the relationship I want, knowing my own capacity for how much time and energy I want to pour into certain things in life. That's just a decision I had, I had to make. Um, So that's where that comes from. I just want to be super transparent about that. Yes. Yes. But see, because you're super transparent about it, you won't have to worry about like someday being like, ah, I wish I had never had children because you didn't have them. Yeah. People. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's 
that's a no, no regret situation. No regret situation. (laughs) Well, Casey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me again. Lovely as always. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspire Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspire Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.